Welcome to our morning take. It is a Friday. Yes. I tell you, I love my Fridays. I'm yes. loving this Friday especially. You know we're having a science fair tonight? Oh, man. It's going to be great, man. Parents yeah. are all invited out to come out to, uh, I think it's 2128 Dallas Cherubal Highway, Believe the so. Dallas campus. And uh, the kids have worked really hard on this thing, man. I'm really uh, proud of them, and I, I think it's going to be a great time. Parents should uh, really be proud of their kids. Middle school is a great age. Sort of is. They're not little kids anymore. Yeah. They're not quite, you know, teenagers. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they're still kind of cute, but they also hit the really, really annoying stage. <laughs> well, I didn't say that out loud, did I? <laughs> Nick, half our listeners are my class. Uh, <laughs> you just lost the 15 <laughs> listeners I got. No, Good morning. <laughs> this is our morning. <laughs> you guys are great. No, seriously. Uh, so I hope you guys come out tonight. It'd be great. This is episode number 90. Closing in Ooh. on that 100 things, somewhere about yeah. halfway through. And we're already halfway through the month of May. And uh, many, many kids are beginning to get out of school and get ready for the summer. Mm. And I am, too. I'm literally, I'm making it a goal to finish my book, The Essence of Conversion. Oh, uh, brother. I've really been convicted to, yes. uh, to write this book. And, uh, and, of course, one of the very first chapters in the book is uh, Saul's Conversion. Because basically I say, you know, who cares what I think the essence of conversion is? How about we look at some actual conversions there you go. and see if they kind of match up with the way you were converted or the way yeah. people are converted today? Because God says that he was the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So he's still converting people the same way today mm-hmm. that he did back then. And uh, conversion, I'm just going to say this. It has a lot more to do with God than it does to do with us. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's not that we are not important and we do have to receive and we do have to believe. Mm-hmm. But God gives us the faith, God gives us the grace, and God literally reveals who he is. Mm-hmm. And then he says, do you want a piece of this? That's yes. basically what he's telling us. Every bit of the work is done by him. Mm-hmm. We're just on the receiving end of it. Mm-hmm. And the law was simply given to show you that if you want to earn your way to heaven, mm-hmm. which is what every other religion on the planet teaches, mm-hmm. every religion teaches a system of works to get to nirvana. So yeah. so whatever it is, and I could go down the list, but I don't even have to. Every other religion except Christianity yes. teaches that there is a way of works working to get to And there are some uh, in, the, in the Christianity that still teach that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to be too mean to my Catholic friends, and, and I believe that... I had a, a girl in uh, my Bible class this week ask me, she said, well, do you... Because I was being a little critical of Catholics, and she goes... Well, then does that mean that Catholics are not going to heaven? I said, no, listen, I think a lot of Catholics are going to heaven, a yeah. lot, because they mm-hmm. believe in Jesus Christ. They believe in his death, burial, and yeah. resurrection. They are trusting in his grace and mercy. They truly are. And sometimes they're just deceived by the catechism and, and what. Yeah. But in their heart, they truly mm-hmm. believe. And God sees what's in the heart and their intentions in the heart. And I believe a lot of them are saved. I also gave them, yeah. a, 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 a briefly, I just gave them a, a story about a friend of mine about 40-some years ago now, back one of the first jobs I ever had. We had a Christian uh, lunch luncheon on Fridays, and mm-hmm. uh, it was Christians from all over the plant, and, and it was a fairly large plant, like maybe 400 people, 350 people. Huh. And uh, <clears throat> But we just had in a part of the cafeteria a little place for Christians to get there, Christians, uh, yeah. in quotation marks. And uh, so one of them was a Catholic. And uh, he literally, like, would sit right across from me, and it was really cool. And we had, like, some conversations during <laughs> lunch and stuff. And so finally I came to the conclusion, Nick, that this man truly was a child of God. I mean, I, yeah. I love this guy and a, a true brother. And so then I just had to ask him one day. I said, 
I don't understand how you stay in the Catholic Church. How do you stay in the Catholic Church? Because we talked, and he goes, brother, if I leave, who's going to reach these people? Oh, my goodness. So so he felt like a missionary to his brothers and sisters in the, because he's like, I've never heard anybody, well, yeah. Catholic, as far as Catholic goes, say that. That's, wow, yeah. that's really neat. So I thought that was phenomenal. And you know, it is easy to say, to automatically think with our, like my upbringing, that, that uh, everything's got to flow the Baptist way exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and I'm not making an excuse that Catholicism and all this stuff is ex- equal, exactly the same, but it's so easy to get this certain pattern yeah. when really the only pattern is in the Bible. Yeah. The joke is that Peter is. <laughs> Bringing a group of Pentecostals through heaven, giving them the tour. And there's this little group over here in their own little room. And he goes, be very quiet when we go by this room. And one of the guys goes, why? And he goes, well, they're Baptists, and they don't think anybody else is here. <laughs> All right, so back to the conversion of Saul. I'm sorry. You know, I, I can pick on my Baptist brothers and sisters because I was raised a Baptist, and I believe mm-hmm. you were raised a Baptist. Yes. And, and there's nothing wrong with being a Baptist. But who wants to be a Baptist? I just want to be a child of God. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've lost my whole, you know, that mm-hmm. Methodist, Pentecostal, evangelical mm-hmm. even. Because there's some evangelicals that are a little crazy. So, <laughs> and I, but, but when people say uh, hands and feet fellowship, like, what do you, uh, what do you teach? What do you believe? I do use the word evangelical. I'm like, I'm probably close to what you would call an evangelical church. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, you've been here. Mm-hmm. You've heard my yeah. preaching. So, yeah, pretty close yeah. to something like that. People ask, well, so are you Baptist? I say, well, I'm a born again believer. Yeah. Well, I know, but what kind? <laughs> the one kind is going to heaven. The kind. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and that's all that matters, right? <laughs> So uh, we're in chapter 9 of Acts. Uh, Saul is still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. I do like the way that's said. Is that said in the King James? How does it say? Saul does. Uh, breathing out threatening so and slaughter. Yeah. yeah, I like that. <sighs> that means with yeah. every breath, this dude yeah. is just like, you know, which really just shows, once again, the zeal and the passion that this guy has to serve God. Man, does he want to serve and the do you Lord? Like on the, for the Christians, like the young the little ones, he'd be like the boogeyman. Yeah. I mean, they probably told stories about him. Yeah. He's asking for letters from the synagogues to go to Damascus so that if he found any belonging to the way, both men and women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. I also like the fact that it says both men and women. Yeah. Because most time men were the most responsible. Man, it did not matter to Saul. Yeah. Men, women, if the kids believe, I'm bringing them in too, you know, because we've got to eradicate the way. This is blasphemous. Mm -hmm. This is horrible. And he had to make sure that... Uh, so anyway, verse 3, as he was traveling, it happened that he was approaching Damascus. Suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him, and he mm. fell to the ground, and he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul. Kind of important, too. You know, every time in the Bible you hear the name Double, mentioned twice, yeah. Abraham, Abraham, before he thrust the knife into his son. Uh, it's yeah. a, just a it's just a Jewish way... Mm-hmm. Or verily, verily, yeah. Of getting, yes, of just saying it. To make mm-hmm. sure that you understand and that it's a truth. It, God might not have even said his name, Saul. It really is just like a, we say great, and then we say greater, and then we say greatest. Yes. Jews would say great, it's great, great, and it's great, great, great. That's yes. the way Jews would say it. That's the way their English, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, so uh, just a little, that was free. Yeah. That's for our. Awesome. That's for our podcast uh, subscribers. Yeah. yeah. All free. Or Patreons. <laughs> Where am I at? <laughs> uh, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, who are you, Lord? But he does recognize him as God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. once again, 
being the good Jew that he was. He wasn't going to call him God, but he yeah. knew that it was God. So he yeah. called him Lord. He mm-hmm. called him whatever. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Uh, trying to think of what that word is. Not Yahweh, but um, the other word for Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said to him, I am who? Jesus. Jesus. Wow. Yes. Wow. That had to be an eye opener for, yeah. for Saul. Because that very name. That just exploded my head. Yes. Because that is the Nazarene. I bet Paul almost had a stroke. I mean, that's the blasphemous yeah. guy that said he was God. And now all of a sudden, Saul realizes that is God. He really is who he said he was. He told us while he was here, I am God. Yeah. He just never said, I am God. But what he did say is, if you see the Father, you've seen me. He said, "Uh, son, your sins are forgiven. Yeah. Only God can do that. Well, Jesus didn't rebuke them when they said that. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I can forgive sins, too. That's not what Jesus said. Right. No, you're right. Only God can forgive sins. I'm trying to tell you. I've come down in the flesh. Yeah. Jesus, I am Jesus. Man, I just, I can't even imagine. You know how the hairs stand up on the back of our neck? Yeah. Man, I believe Saul is just blown away at this point. Just I, I imagine him like almost vomiting, just almost going into a stroke. Just, mm. <laughs> I'm Jesus whom you are persecuting. But <laughs> here's the good news. Get up and enter the city and it will be told you what you must do. And uh, the men who traveled with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Now, they heard the voice, too. I wonder did they, I wonder if they heard the words, or they just heard... Just heard the voice. Yeah, they just heard sound like, or did they mm-hmm. hear the words? I know that's know. what I was always taught, too, that yeah. only Paul actually heard the words. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saul got up from the ground, and, threw his, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. Well, it was a bright light, for one thing. Yeah. But it did actually blind him for several days. And leading him by the hand, they brought him into Damascus, and he was three days without sight, neither ate nor drank. Now, that's the way conversion takes place. Mm -hmm. Now, I know we're running just a little bit long on a podcast today, but give me one more minute. Listen, Paul wasn't, or Saul wasn't looking for God. He wasn't on his knees. He wasn't seeking the Lord. He didn't even know who the Lord was. Because the last thing he thought was literally asked, who are you, Lord? Yeah. Yeah. The last thing that he thought was that Jesus was Lord. That would have been the last thing in his Mm -hmm. mind. God revealed himself to him. That'd be like us learning the devil's the the Lord or whatever. Yeah. So what we've got to understand is in the process of conversion, something happens where God literally reveals himself to you. Mm -hmm. And you realize, I'm I'm not hearing Frank Johnson anymore. I'm not hearing Nicholas Seaman. I'm not hearing Abraham Lawrence. I'm hearing God's voice. Yeah. This is God. And I want to respond to God's voice. And that's true conversion. Mm. Man, I tell you, I wish we had more. Maybe we'll do some more of this next week. Yeah. Been a great week, Nick. Thanks for coming down. Yeah. Awesome. Go to church. Yes. Go to church. It's Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Go to church with your mom. Yeah. (laughs) 